This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. I was just looking at one of those celebrity birthday lists. Somebody celebrating a birthday today is the biggest selling country female artist of all time. And it kind of shocked me. Um, Carrie Underwood. I was thinking uh, if it was modern day, it'd be someone like Carrie Underwood, or I was thinking even Dolly Parton has sure. been around forever, or one of those, you know, like Loretta Lynn's or something like that. Yeah. Shania Twain is the biggest selling country female artist wow. of all time. Sold like 85 million albums, and she turns 55 today. That's a crazy story. Uh, her love, uh, you've heard of a love triangle. She was like, she had a love rectangle going no. on in her life. What happened? You didn't know? You don't know? I, I feel like she's, she, her second husband was her music producer. Is that right? Or uh, was that her first husband? First husband was Mutt Lang, was a producer. Okay. Mutt Lang and, uh, and Shania were married mm-hmm. and they were, you know... Uh, hanging out with all their friends all the time. And it yep. turns out Mutt Lang fell in love with Shania Twain's best friend. Oh, no. Anne-Marie. And Anne-Marie was married, too. So Mutt and Anne-Marie started cheating on their spouses. Okay. And then they left Shania and, you know, the other, the, the guy. other guy. And then Shania Twain fell in love with the husband... <gasps> Former husband of her best friend. Like, it's a love rectangle. They just swapped. They swapped They swapped. (laughs) They were both very upset about the cheating and everything. And then they, I guess, uh, through consoling each other and spending time with each other, they eventually fell in love. Whoa. Have you ever ever hooked up with, like, one of your friend's guys? (laughs) I bet Bundus has. I bet Bundus broke the bro code a couple of times in his life. I bet he's broken it and won't even tell us because he's got a friend that could be listening oh. and he would get in trouble. No, I, I did break it once. Um, just once? Just once. And he knows about it. Okay. It's a long-winded story. If you Well, how long was he with the girl? <laughs> uh, he was with her for a couple years. And, and were they together when you hooked up with her? No, no. They had broken up and then he met a new girl who fell in love with her and they moved to Europe. Yeah, so I, what I don't understand is why bro code still is stipulating that you mm. can't now hook up with his ex-girlfriend. He's moved on. He's moved out of the country. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because my wife was uh, good friends with my ex-girlfriend when I met her. Yes. And, and they she were, was and an she, ex. she was actually my ex-girlfriend's boss. So that's... But luckily, there's no girl code. We don't have to worry about that. There's a bro code. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have been able to date, you know, my ex-girlfriend's best friend. Yeah, it was... No, real- wait, sorry. No, she would, wouldn't be... Uh, you couldn't date... My, one of my best friends shouldn't have dated my ex-girlfriend. Right. Is the bro code. Yeah, and that's why I, what I was saying. I felt awful about it. Um, and at first, I said no to her. She, I remember we went out one night. Yeah. Uh, we kind of reacquainted after a couple of years. 
and we decided to go catch up at a bar, have a couple drinks, and I thought it was just like a friendly thing, right? Mm-hmm. That was not the case. She put the moves on me hard at the Ooh. bar. That oh, yeah. it was, um, it yeah, was something else. Was what not- what kind of moves would she have put on? And without being like rude about it, was she was she were they touching moves or were they suggestive word moves? Like. We, you know where we were at, Maura? We were at Two Cats in downtown Toronto. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so it, imagine like a tight, narrow bar. Yeah. Bodies pressed against bodies because it's packed, okay? There's nowhere to stand. There's nowhere to stand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she was like, every time she would like try and get by me to get to the bar, she would brush her behind real close right up against my, you know, my groined area. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. When she would get up to whisper something in my ear, yeah. her cheek would be against my cheek. Cheek and, to cheek? Yeah, like it was like she was being quite obvious. And you're sure it wasn't just coincidental? It wasn't an accident? Like it was just so tight she had to give you a little oh, extra butt uh, as she was sliding it by? It is packed in two cats. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm positive about it. Yeah? Anyway, so I was trying to be good, right? So end of the night comes and she's like, let's get out of here. Why don't you take me back to my car or my, back to my place? I'm like, all right, cool. Get in the car. This girl doesn't even sit properly. She leans, she reclines the seat all the way back. Yeah. Doesn't put her seatbelt on, turns on her side, is looking at me and is rubbing her leg the entire drive home. I'm like, I am so screwed. She didn't have, she didn't have like a, a an injury on the leg that needed a little massage. She wasn't having a leg cramp. You yeah. sure you were reading those signs wow. correctly? I, I, wow. I was pretty sure. Okay. So I so? pull up to her place, right? Yeah. Stop the car and she's like, so you want to come up? I'm like, no, I can't. And, and she she instantly looked at me. She's like, what do you mean you can't? I'm like, I can't. Like, you you are my best friend's ex-girlfriend. I can't come up there. Bro code. She got extremely angry at me, uh-huh. stormed out of the car, mm. said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm like, I, I, perfect. What, what did You're I out do of the wrong? situation. You're out of the situation. You got out of the car, I bet you. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. I drove away. And because I drove away within 15 minutes, I got a bunch of text messages. I'm so sorry. You were right. That was wrong of me. I shouldn't have done that. You and Matt are really good Great. friends. Great. You know, it's all good. All right, cool. I thought I got out of that. I, I wanted to. There was a part of me that wanted to, but I uh-huh. didn't do it, right? Yeah. She continued to text me, you know, the leading weeks after. Okay, so um, you resisted once. That's, a, that's I, admirable. I resisted okay. once. I, I just kept waiting for you to just be like, okay, I'll come back yeah. and see you. Um, and she kept apologizing. She's like, why don't we go out again just this time as friends? I won't I won't do anything like that again. And there's a part of me that's thinking, like, I don't know if you should trust her after what happened. Yeah. But, like, you know, I like I like her. She's a cool girl. She's fun to hang out with. So, yeah, sure, let's do it. We go out, get a couple more drinks. <laughs> it's a long story. It is a long story. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah, a whole yeah, saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So now we're back out at the bar. Back out at the bar, and she's not acting the same way. We're being very friendly the whole time. Okay. I, so I don't get those vibes this time. Yeah. Perfect. Drop her back off at her place. She's like, you want to come up? We'll watch a movie, just hang out. And I'm like, Ash, not like last time, right? And she's like, no, no, just friends. I'm like, okay, cool. I come upstairs. We're sitting down, laughing, joking around, eating some popcorn. <laughs> She played it perfectly. She's like, okay, or, that's fine. She friend zoned you, oh, and yeah. then you didn't want to be in this friend zone, did ya? Listen to what she did. I still to this day can't believe this happened. So we're sitting there watching the movie. She randomly just gets up, oh, turns around, and straddles me. 
on the couch okay. and just starts making out with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. She gets off. And wait, 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 a, wait second. a second. <laughs> wait, what did you do? You could have said, whoa, 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 Clearly, I was taken aback. Shame. And I went with the kiss, right? Yeah. She gets off me, and I'm kind of like stunned at what just happened. Shame. She starts walking towards the stairs. She had like this loft. We're still on the air, just so you know that, okay? Yeah, we're on the air. Still doing a show. Okay. She looks at me. She drops her dress to the ground, and she says, I'm going upstairs to the bed. If you want to join me, come up. Shame. I could not believe what had just Shame. happened to me. Now's your chance. Now's a chance out. to get out of there. Get yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Don't break the bro code now. She left you. You're yeah. alone there. And what'd you do? Uh-huh. So she goes upstairs, and I am like kind of shaking because I feel like I'm about to commit the biggest sin of all time <laughs> yes. against my bro. Yes. Dear Lord. I, I Did you call your friend? Did you get that's what that move is? You call your friend, you're like, this is the situation. Here I am. You gotta let me, you gotta give me the green light, man. Give me the green light. <laughs> I didn't call him. I kind of paced around for a few minutes and then i went upstairs yeah it was so tasty too oh my god <laughs> yes. i felt really bad after them did your buddy find out yeah i told him eventually bro. you told him why yeah. because he's my best friend and you know he's what? gonna find out and he didn't care at all. He was happy for me. He was like, you know, because he's he's in love. He's you know yeah, living yeah. in Europe, he's moved on. on. And then was he like, oh, you know, you know, we can compare notes now. We can talk about the things. You know, whatever. Did you ask her? Did you ask her who was better, you and her friend? <laughs> no, I didn't ask that. You did. Oh, okay, that that would have been a real violation of the bro code, which of course you'd never do more than once. All right. Quentin just sent us a text one eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. He really enjoyed that story you just told, Bundus about breaking bro code and hooking up with your buddy's ex-girlfriend. Mm. He said he wants to hear more. The dress drop got me like, and then he used the eggplant emoji. Yeah, bro, I was like that for me too. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah. You're turning guys on, Bundes, yeah, this morning. <laughs> Whoa! That's that crazy, story. Crazy story. You know, I have a story too about um, being on the other side of it, being the woman. Being the dress dropper? Oh! Yeah, but I didn't dropper. drop my dress. It's oh. not as, I don't know if it's as exciting as Bundes, but I remember dating this guy and I would go to his house all the time and we'd end up sitting around watching TV and his roommate was there. And his roommate and I really connected on our sense of humor and we'd just be laughing and <laughs> laughing. Like we actually had a better connection than me and the guy that were, was dating. Yeah. So much to the point that once he threw me out of his apartment because I was laughing too hard with his roommate. Getting a little like, too jealous. Yeah, he was getting jealous. So when the relationship fizzled out... The best friend and I ran into each other at a bar. And that was it. And he was like, he dropped his dress. <laughs> you're like, all right. Yeah, I was down. I was like, yeah, I think I, we're supposed to be together, not me and your friend. So we hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd have to say the other guy better in bed. I gotta say, I gotta say, Pundit's his story better. I'm yeah. sorry. It was about eight minutes longer, but it was better. I, I have a friend I went to university with. He had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend's brother had a girlfriend. Okay. And they would be together at like family functions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my friend fell in love with his girlfriend's brother's girlfriend. 
Your friend fell in love. So like Bundus goes home, his sister, sorry, uh, oh, no, he's at his girlfriend. Why is my sister in this? No, Bundus, Whoa. It, it would be like if you fell in love with Matt's brother's... Girlfriend. No, Matt's... Uh, God, I'm kind of confused now. <laughs> I thought, I thought... His, his girlfriend had a brother yeah. and the brother's girlfriend, <gasps> oh, he hit it off with her. I get it, oh, okay. I get yeah, it. Yeah. You're at family functions with another, yeah, yeah. another outsider that's And they just enjoyed some... each other yeah. a lot and then eventually <laughs> he, uh, he revealed his true feelings and then that uh, girl was in love with him too so they both dumped the brother-sister combo there. And they're married, and, they're married and they have kids. Now? And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Still, I also liked Bundus's story better. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. That it was too complicated. It was the dress drop. The dress. The drop. dress drop. That takes so much confidence. It was also the rubbing the thigh with the seat yeah. fully reclined <laughs> Dude, in it, the car. It was crazy. I've yeah. never had anything like that happening in my life. It that was, was a like, full seduction. It yeah. was like you were seduced. I, it was like basic instinct, man. Yeah. Like I, I w- couldn't believe what was happening. So. You know what? For that to happen to me, I'd have to pay someone to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would. I can't imagine my wife ever doing that. I mean, she might surprise me and be like, hey, you know, come over here. And then she might be, you know, ready to... Ready to go. Make out. Yeah. But yeah, not... Not to, the dress I've never had someone seduce me like that. That's amazing. That's like a movie. It's a movie. You're living... Yeah. To, be, to live your life just for a week... <laughs> In that stage of your life, would have been pretty fun. Send it to your friend whose girlfriend you hooked up with. I told him already. Yeah, I know, but does he know all the details? Of course not. Does he know about the thigh rub and the dress drop? No. Does he know about the butt grind as she tried to get by you in a crowded bar? Uh, No. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh Send a link to your friend and then we'll interview him Monday morning at 8.30, whatever, whenever we did the conversation this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't go over well, would it? Uh, no, Matt, uh, you know what? Matt, he's a pretty cool dude. I don't think he'd care. He's, he's married. He just had a kid. He's happily married and moved mm. on. Mm. Mm. <laughs> did, uh, did this girl that you hooked up with yeah. that was once with your good friend, yeah. um, does he know that she threw herself at you? Yeah. I kind of explained what was up to him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. All right. What? <laughs> trying to get Bundus in trouble here. Wow, he broke the bro code. He did. He did. Don't let Bundus meet any of your ex girlfriends. He just met my wife on Tuesday <gasps> yes! for the first time. You're right. That was crazy. You should have kept Deb locked away. Yeah, she's pretty hot, dude. Good for you. She's very hot. Well, get in there, Bundus. <laughs> <laughs> Do your thing. Slide into those DMs. Yeah, then I'll be like, ah, can't be with you anymore. You fooled around with Bundus. I'm a free man. (laughs) And then I'll ask you then for the phone number of your friend's girlfriend. The dress dropper. The dress dropper. (laughs) She wouldn't want to have anything to do with me. The dress would be going up tighter. (laughs) Pulling up over her face to hide from me. I think it's uh, fair to say that the global pandemic has created some relationship strain in some households Mm -hmm. while others have had more time to connect with loved ones they don't spend as much time with normally okay and uh case in point on that end 64 year old woman and her 43 year old son are now facing some criminal charges 
after they brought their relationship to the next level. What? <laughs> Where are you, what are you talking about here? What direction are we going in? This direction? That direction. <laughs> oh my God. Warning. The following story contains some graphic detail yeah. of incest. Oh, God. I was going to say, this isn't like, you know, like stepmom. This is real mom. Well, that I think is part of the problem. I don't get the whole stepmom thing, and maybe because I grew up with a stepmom, but it's all over the internet on adult sites. Is it? These scenarios where it's like mommy and son, and ah. they always be like, oh, stepmom, just to make sure it's like clear, but obviously people have got some pretty sick ideas of fantasies and stuff. Yeah. I mean, don't you see, isn't it prevalent now, Bundus? Yeah, All over the place. The stepbrother, the stepsister, the yes. stepmom, those are the most popular things on the I on don't the get hub. it. Really? I don't oh, yeah. get it. That's, I guess it's because it's like really and truly the forbidden fruit. It's taboo. <laughs> but I mean, if it's step, you're kind of like in the clear. Yeah, you're right. not blood. You're not blood. You're still. not blood, but still, I feel like for some people, the only way they can... Um, put it up there into the pornography environment is to include this step. What really they're trying to do is get the mommy-son thing going or whatever. Daddy-daughter. Ugh. The whole thing is disgusting, but this story's pretty crazy. I was reading it. I'm like, I gotta share this story. We don't talk enough about incest. (laughs) (laughs) Or ever. Uh, Joanne just texted us and I'm feeling the same way she is. She just said, no! No! Wait till you find out how they got caught. Oh dear! So this is a stepmom? No, 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 it's a real no, no, this is real. If it was step, I don't think there'd be any charges. I think you can. I think oh. you're legally allowed to do that. I mean, there might be some issues with stepdad or with dad, you know, coming in. And the son is like in his forties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that makes and, me feel a bit better. And you think, oh well, maybe this is like some crazy story where it's like the mom's been looking after the son. He's been living in the basement forever, and uh, you know, he's had no contact with the outside world. He's almost like a hostage. But uh, but he's married. <laughs> he's married. Yeah. Okay. And they're yeah. all they're all living in the same house. Is that what's going on? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't. It, I don't, it didn't really get into that. But uh, it's crazy. The woman yeah. whose name is Karen. <laughs> Come on. Just kidding. Okay. Not. It's not Karen. <laughs> the woman's name is Cheryl, and her son Tony. Okay. Have uh, been charged. After they were caught having sex on the couch by Tony's wife. Oh. What? Hang on. I feel like that deserves, if it ever deserves, it's a. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Tony's wife. Walked in. Called Came the home at night. Came in. Called the police. Because she was obviously upset with what she saw. Yeah. Wow. So they were uh, both arraigned on Thursday in court. They uh, both pleaded not guilty. <laughs> How do you plead okay, not but guilty? But here's to the that. thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the pair have been ordered to have no contact with each other <laughs> until the trial, October 27th. Did they live together? I, I, again, I, they didn't really get into the living arrangement, but um, the Tony's wife said that she walked in, so I assume they were in their house, and maybe the mom's living with them right now through the pandemic, maybe she was visiting, but she walked in on them, 
And uh, they were on the living room couch, and Tony's mom, Cheryl, was on top of him. Okay. Okay. Um, During police questioning, Mm -hmm. so this is like right after the cops were called, they actually admitted to the consensual sexual encounter. Okay. So... Um, now they're pleading not not guilty, guilty. but at the time when they were talking with police, uh, they said it was consensual and they said it was their first time together and, uh, it was a mistake and they're embarrassed and, uh, yes, they did have sex. It just happened. Apparently, according to Tony, he was just playing video games in the living room when his mother started to kiss him. Come on, man. Sounds exactly (laughs) like a hard video. Get out of here. Tucker. I know. Um, uh, Cheryl explained, um, and that's the mom, that my son and I have gotten a lot closer over the last few months. Oh, wow. And we just had sex after we were kissing. Asked if she had removed her own clothes, Cheryl replied, no, we took off each other's clothes. They're not guilty. That's crazy. Well, they're saying that. They've been charged with this crime, and this is allegedly what happened. And uh, I'm not sure, you know, once it goes through the court system, maybe we'll have a better idea of what their, quote, excuse is and how the stories change from when they were interviewed by police to now when they're showing up in court. Crazy, crazy story. They got some legal advice, obviously. So can we guess the state? So now is, oh, by the way, you want to know what the crime is? Or, or what the uh, what the potential outcome could be? Oh yeah, I'd okay. be curious. I would have no clue. They're both free, by the way, on like bail, but they both face a maximum of twenty years in jail. Really? If convicted of incest. Wow. Um, that must be like one of those things that when you go to jail and they're like, "What are you in for?" <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you go with something else. Uh, <laughs> robbery? <laughs> what did you steal? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. By the way, oh, here's a little bit on uh, the living arrangement. Her name wasn't on the apartment lease, mm-hmm. uh, but I guess she had been kind of hanging out there, so she had to relocate from the family residence. If she gotcha. was on the lease, she may have been able to stay. But uh, I'm sure okay. the wife is relocating as well. Yeah, right? That's a tough one to get over. So, what state in the U.S.? <laughs> Joanne wants to weigh in on what state. Okay, what does Joanne say? She's guessing Kentucky. <laughs> not a bad guess, not a bad guess. That is not correct, though. No, it's not Kentucky. Bundes had a good guess. I, I would guess the same thing. Florida's the obvious one, but I fe- I'm kind of feeling like this might go like Arkansas. Yeah, I you know... I, I, <laughs> Again, I totally get the logic behind that. You think, oh, redneck, some like tiny, you know, hick town. Um, no, it was not. It was actually fairly like we could drive there in a day. Let's or less. go. Let's go. <laughs> well, Let's try to get we can't get story. to the US. <laughs> Send the news team, Mora. We gotta we gotta we gotta get on this one. Our in-depth reporting. We just got to get across the U.S. border. I'm it was just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. From Boston, Yeah, wow. live from just outside of Boston. There you go. Well, it can happen anywhere, I guess, Tucker. How do you like them apples? Huh? 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 Yeah. Anyway. The pandemic. It is a crazy thing. It is a crazy thing. Affecting us all very differently. <laughs> Suddenly feeling kind of okay with how it's affecting me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What do you think made it into the number one position of the most iconic fashion item of all time? Um, is it uh, unisex? Or is I, it uh, specific go, to women? I don't know. Like, uh, are we talking about stilettos? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, high heels or the bikini or something like that. I would say um, these are mostly unisex. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the item you're asking about is unisex. The number one. The item. number one. That's right. It is unisex. I would have to think like jeans, man. Yeah, jeans are like jeans. the most iconic thing, right? Yeah, I was thinking that or a jean jacket, but jeans would be way more po- popular than a jean jacket. So, right. yeah, I'm gonna go with Bundes uh, on that one. I think that's a good guess. Because I think of jeans. That or shoes, like running shoes or something. But mm-hmm. is it? Uh, are they brand specific on brand this list? Specific oh, people. Oh boy, Levi's, yo. You thinking Levi's? Okay. Okay, right. I'm gonna say Adidas. I'm going to say Adidas shoes. shoes? Yeah, I'm going to just, just because I got to give a different answer than Bundes. Yeah. Here's, okay, here's the top 10. In at number 10 is Guess Jeans. Oh, Guess Jeans. Okay. Crocs. In at number nine. That's garbage. (laughs) That's awful. Iconic, most iconic fashion items of all time. Crocs land at number nine. Wow. And and can I ask you if Birkenstocks made it? No, Birkenstocks were like number 12. That's interesting because to Mm. me, Birkenstocks. Stand the test of time. Yes. I mean, the styles might change, the ones that you're wearing, yes. whether you're going to go like the thong version with just the one nub, yeah, you yeah. know, for women, or uh-huh. the full strap version. Mm. Huh, Crocs. This thing is a Croc. Uh, <laughs> might as well just bail out of the other ones because uh, they just lost their credibility on number eight. I think you're, that was number nine. I oh, think number you're going to like number eight, Converse Chuck Taylors. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Those are classic. Number okay. seven is the bomber jacket, which Bundus is rocking today. Might be a little too much for the weather we have, but you know. <laughs> it's never too much for the icons. It's never too much yeah. for the uh, <laughs> Number six is Uggs. I, I see uh, that. Number yeah, but uh, uh, iconic of uh, all time? Yes. Uggs have only been around in our lifetime. You know, like uh, there was no Uggs in the 60s. No. To me, these should be things that have... Carried over for decades and decades, not eight years. My, maybe Uggs were a thing in Australia, like in the 60s, though. We don't know. All right. Right? Because yeah. they're, you know, maybe they were a thing there. Uh, number five is a Louis Vuitton bag, which is unobtainable for most people. What does that cost? I don't know. Like, I don't even know. A minimum, I would say three grand. Bundes, would you agree? Uh, Yeah, that's about right. That's about right, yeah. How would you know that? You, you should buy one for someone sometime? I had some pretty bad girlfriends before that wanted fancy things, you know? And uh, you would, would you uh, buy them stuff like that? Uh, some of them that were really hot, yeah. Oh what? my God. Bundes, yeah. no. You can't afford that. I can't afford <laughs> no, it. I, I know couldn't. you can't afford <laughs> that's that. crazy. This was, this was when I was in my youth when I was like, super lustful after these like really yeah. hot girls where I would get swept up into just, you know, as long as they wanted me and I'd spend money on them. I, I realized not to do that as I got older. But yeah, I totally got sucked into buying And was that on a visa that you'd pay for that? And yep. then you'd be paying it off for oh. the next, you know, two years? Yeah, pretty much. You know? Yeah. You could cool. buy a beater car for that same amount of money. I know. You know? Yeah, the women didn't want a beater car, though. <laughs>
they, they wanted a nice bag. Yes. And a little did. piece of bundles. Oh. Okay, number four is the Ralph Lauren polo shirt. Okay. Uh-huh. That's yeah. iconic. Yeah. yeah. Number three, Nike Air Max shoes. Oh. Uh-huh. Adidas uh, not on there? No. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Number two is the Levi's denim jacket. Yeah. Okay. And the number one most iconic fashion piece of all time. Yeah. Is Levi's 501 jeans. All right. Oh, yeah. I was right. I like that button fly, you know? Uh, Bundes just sent me a picture of the girl he spent $2,500 on. Oh, yeah? Buying her something fancy. And what do you give her out of 10? She's a 10. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, see those I'm, lips? I'm only, you see those eyes? I think you're on this text. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I feel like yeah. this is an account that belongs to a Victoria's Secret uh, supermodel. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I can't. Uh, is that a current picture of her? Okay. Was that from. Uh, that was around the time I was dating her. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Guys, I'm going to cry right now. I know, okay. I know, I know. Listen, you know I, I get it now. Her. I can easily say I get it now. I get it. I get it. It's a small investment. <laughs> small investment? $2,500? <laughs> yeah, but you can have to do that like every three months. How, how, how much did Julia Roberts charge in Pretty Woman for a week? 3000 Yeah, well, there you go. He got a year and a half out of his 3000 <laughs> How much money in total do you think he spent on her? Oh, she was probably one of the most girls, like the most money I've spent on on a girl that I dated. Yeah. Wow. And was it usually your idea or was it a her kind of hinting at wanting things? I mean, look like, at her. She just, she is that type of girl, yeah. right? Like, so in order to kind of keep up appearances with dating a girl like that, it was like we had to go to these restaurants. We had to go to these places. Oh, had to God. spend this kind of money on... Uh, oh. you know? Yeah, but see, didn't that become exhausting? You know, didn't that... Totally. It, yeah. It, it was definitely exhausting. Um, do you're... I regret it, though? Do I... Like, no, because I love those memories. Like, because I love when I get to send Tucker a picture like that. Yeah. He's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> you're actually playing a character, like, when you're with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally, of totally. like a rich guy. Totally. And it's it's all a game. It's not real. And no. I would never oh. do that at this point in my life. I, I've grown from that. And I'm not interested in like playing those kinds of games anymore. I'm me. I'm confident in who I am now yeah. and what I have to offer. Yes. But back when I was, you know, my early 20s, it was all about that. It was all about driving the Corvette around with the hot girl in my car or spending big money on this and that because you're just trying to play a character. You, know? right. you haven't grown up yet. Yeah. But it was fun. The professor was still in school at that stage <laughs> yeah. in his life, yeah. <laughs> learning these important lessons mm. that he can now pass on to us. Thank you. You know those salt lamps, the Himalayan salt lamps? You see them at like a natural paths office or at your massage therapist's uh, clinic. It's like a rock, a pinkish rock, it's right? It's a pinkish rock. Uh, you're Mounted cool. on a little piece of wood. Yeah. There's a light inside. Your cool hippie friend has one. For sure. <laughs> your cool hippie friend? So what, you, you just have say, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Laura must have oh, one. that's me. That's me. Yeah, you're I'm my your, cool hippie friend. I'm your cool hippie friend. Yeah, do you have one? Uh, I don't have oh, one. Oh, weird. But, you know, I've often wondered, like, what's up with these lamps? Like, you see them at, at health food stores. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, So, it turns out, people spend over $100 on them. And they're supposed to 
absorb things like radiation from electronics. They're supposed to like change your mood, get rid of negative energy, it's supposed to help you sleep. So do they actually do anything? No. <laughs> Here's what they're saying now. The experts are saying. Oh, the experts, okay. Yeah, no... Experts like Bundus or real experts? <laughs> no, the real experts. Okay. They're saying there's no scientific evidence to suggest <laughs> mm-hmm. that a Himalayan salt lamp <laughs> can purify the air, boost your mood, or help you sleep better. Uh, much like a candle, this lamp is just pr- producing an attractive, soothing amber glow when you light it in the room. <laughs> This just in, everybody. The Himalayan salt lamps are just cool lights. They will not change you physically for the better. They will not detoxify your home. They will not relieve depression or cure your insomnia. That's what they're saying. But they will help you identify who the cool hippie friend is in your life when you see one. Because when you see one, you'll know that's your cool hippie friend. Yeah, Yeah. This just in. More coming up at 11. (laughs) Yes. This may be old news for you because uh, over the weekend they released a little teaser of the upcoming Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson, who is, of course, a vampire in the Twilight series. And You know Robert Pattinson. I mean, this is a big deal for him. Yeah. This role. I mean, it's a big deal for any actor to land this role because you're following in the footsteps of some pretty amazing actors. Yeah, and people have handled it in different ways. I mean, uh, yeah. lots of people have uh, put on voices, some more extreme than others. And, and I think the big question is, how far is Robert Pattinson willing to go with this character? And we now know. We can now... There's a small part in the uh, teaser trailer where Batman's actually speaking. Okay. All right. You ready for this? Bring what it. do you think? Do you think uh, he's going to be like Christian Baelish or just more normal? I think he's going to go uh, a little bit more normal. This is it. Robert Pattinson as Batman. As heard in the teaser trailer. The hell are you supposed to be? Um, Batman. What do you think? <laughs> no, no, no. Nice try. Nice try. You don't think that's it? No, I don't think that. Um, Batman. Okay, that was me. That was me. That was me. I'll admit it. Okay, you really want to hear it now? <laughs> Who did you remind me of? You reminded me of Bane, though. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. All right, this is it. Robert Pattinson as Batman in the upcoming Batman movie. The hell are you supposed to be? Um, Batman. <laughs> yeah, you can really hear like a. It almost sounded British. No. Like he is British, so that would make sense. <laughs> um, Batman. <laughs> sounded Swedish in that moment. <laughs> Did he sound Swedish there? <laughs> it's the Ikea guy. Uh, I don't no. know. Come on. Let's hear him. <laughs> um, Batman. <laughs> All right, that was me. That was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this is really it. Come on. Hello, Batman, everybody. (laughs) This is it. Okay. No more messing around. Thank you. Robert Pattinson as Batman. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm Batman. I'm going to play it for you now, okay? No wonder you... This is it. I went to coffee for myself, and Tucker's like, don't come in here for a second. It's all making sense. Okay, this is it. For real. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm Batman. Okay, of those, though, who's your favorite? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I kind of like British Batman the best. Yeah, he's uppity. He's a bit like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this is it. Here's the thing. Robert Pattinson doesn't actually say I'm Batman. Oh. That's the worst part of this. But this is Robert Pattinson. Okay, he says I'm vengeance. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. That's it there. Whoa! This guy's crazy. This guy's crazy. This guy's crazy. This guy's... It's uh, breathy. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely his own voice affected, though. Like... Um, (laughs) I like the Bane one the best. Come on. Better than this one? Um, Batman. That's a favorite for sure. Stupid. Stupid. I don't like that one. How much money do you need to be happy salary-wise? And if you go over that, does your happiness go down or does it go up? No, it goes up. Yeah, it's a, you would think. Yeah. You would think. Just a slope going uphill. I mean, I've said it before a million times. Money can't make you happy if you're dealing with mental health issues. Sure. If you're clinically depressed, give somebody $10 million, they might have like moments of joy, but they're still going to be clinically depressed. That's right. But if you're already happy and you give me a pile of money, I'm going to be happier. <laughs> Every time. The more money I've made has definitely led to an increase in like just Happiness. experiences that bring more joy. Well, you, I, I you might be wrong. Yeah. Bundus, explain. Okay. I, I think that while initially you would have, um, you know, an extreme amounts of joy at first. That becomes your norm, and once it becomes your norm, your happiness levels aren't going to rise. So once you have enough money to, you know, safely cover all of your bills, all of your expenses, sure, there's an X amount over that that would give you that sure. fun factor. And then, regardless, I don't care how much money you have, I think everybody's happiness levels are going to stay the same because you you adjust to what you have. The way you explain it, yes, but when you have a lot of money, you can pay for other experiences mm-hmm. that would bring you happiness. So yeah, you're right. If I buy a bigger house, eventually it's just going to be my. House, house and i'm going to be sleeping in a bed that's like in a bigger room than my first house yeah you don't even say. notice it anymore. but if i have a ton of
of money, I could be like, oh, this weekend, I'm going to jump on a plane and I'm going to fly to Union Island in the Grenadines and I'm going to go kiteboarding and I'm going to have a damn good time and that's going to bring me lots of happiness. (laughs) Okay, so experts have pinpointed the exact amount of money you actually need to be making to be happy. And is this as a couple or individual? Individual. Going to say it's got to be between one hundred and two hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. The ideal income. Now there's two different. There's emotional well-being and then satisfaction. Okay. okay so for emotional well-being, you need to be making. This is Canadian. Uh, Eighty-two thousand dollars to one hundred and two thousand dollars. Well, my emotional state is not good. <laughs> Well, you want to be able to you want to be able to pay the bills in your house and not feel like you're in debt all the time. Right. I would think to have that level of little, comfort, a little bit of yeah. savings there, and then for life satisfaction, the ideal salary is one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year Canadian. And they found that once an individual hits the threshold for life satisfaction, additional money after that were associated with reduced happiness. Whoa. So once you get above one thirty. You're making more than that. Your happiness is going to go down. That's garbage. Nice try. (laughs) Hey, it's the experts, not me. (laughs) That's insane. Wow. I don't believe it. Yeah, give me the money and I'll tell you yeah, yeah, right? if my happiness goes down. <laughs> Moral went to the chiropractor yesterday for the first time. I did. In what, six months-ish? Um, I haven't seen a chiropractor since January. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Check this out. Ooh, you got tape on you. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that about? I got a rib out of place. So Jeez. She, what? She, she pop, popped it back in and taped it up. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm on the Raptors. You know how all those athletes walk around with um, the, like it's, tape it's everywhere. Tape. Yeah, yeah, I've been taped up. Wow. Are you like getting body checked at home? Like, how do you, how <laughs> yeah. do you knock a rib nice. out of place? Seriously, what are you up to? I have. You don't do anything. Pretty intense scoliosis, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. There's ribs flying out of place all the time. I'm sitting on the couch doing nothing. I, I, or is it just your chiropractor who doesn't know what they're doing? They're like, that doesn't feel right. I think you got a rib out of place. Let me push it harder back in. Oh, have you guys never had a rib out of place? I thought it was pretty, pretty common. A rib out of place. I've had bruised ribs before. I had bruised ribs at the beginning of the summer. Oh, okay. For a few weeks. The feeling is, is like every time you take a breath, it's like this sharp pain right where your ribs are. It's because one of them's pushing against your lung, I guess. Yeah. But they, it, Sounds like it sucks. I mean, they tend to be attached at the rib cage, though. I mean, unless it's broken and not healed. Yeah, but you know, like when you crack something, it moves a little bit. Like a rib? <laughs> yeah, when I'm eating them, maybe. No, not, when I, not on my body. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Gerald just texted us. He said it's called K tape. Okay. K tape. Okay. And so how long do you have to have that strip of tape on your back? Well, she she said I can keep it on for up to three days. And then she gave me two more pieces of tape. Because what I wanted to do was wrap my upper torso in a tensor bandage. Yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. like, you know, that's kind of an old school thing. And now we use this tape. And then when she brought it out, I'm like, oh, I've seen that on some of like the raptor's legs, like next to their knee and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And does it stay on just yeah. on its own? Oh, Yeah. How hard is that to get off then? I don't know. <laughs> probably, probably. And if you have a hairy back, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that would be bad. Yeah. 
That's yeah. like uh, Steve Carroll and the 40-year-old virgin when he goes for that wax. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Kelly Clarkson! Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know, I, so this is what I wonder, because like you have a legit reason to go to a chiropractor with your um, scoliosis and everything. You know, your floating ribs in your body that don't yes. seem to be attached to anything. <laughs> uh, but when, 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 well, like, I'm a little worried about booking a massage appointment, and it's not that I'm so much afraid of getting sick, you know, because if everyone's taking the right precautions, it should be, you know, pretty minimal risk. What I'm afraid of is just them being like, why are you here? You know, mm. like I'm going to go in, they're going to be like, oh, what's the problem today, right, Mr. Tucker? And I'll be like, eh, I'm just here for a little relaxation <laughs> massage, you know, no. little, uh, give me a little full body, maybe finish on the scalp. Like that's kind of my move is I don't go in to fix things. I just go in to feel amazing for, you know, 60 minutes. And don't you deserve that? After I, well, what sure, you've been through. sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, is the massage therapist going to be thinking, you know, why are you coming in here and no. jeopardizing the safety of everybody for a relaxation massage? No. You wimp, you know? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think they're happy to see, first of all, I think they're happy for the business. And second of yeah. all, these people are in the healthcare industry. And I noticed right away, she's like, so how have you been doing? You know, she, it was kind of more of a holistic appointment. She wanted to know how I've been doing throughout the pandemic and have I been stressed? And then the more I'm lying on the table, the more I realize I got way more problems than just the rib. I got my foot's hurting. My leg is going numb. You know, I got all these issues that I forgot about. So uh, I need to go again. <laughs> I need another appointment. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If you're a massage therapist, maybe you could let us know. How's that? Oh, just a little lighter. I don't I don't really want to fix anything. I'm just sort of here to chill out. So have you been stressed at all, Mr. Tucker? No. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just go down a little lower. Oh, yeah, that's the spot. John wants to comment more on your tale of floating ribs. Yes, my rib that is out of place <laughs> that was popped back into yeah. place by my chiropractor. Yeah, threw a little piece of tape on that to hold that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it on my back. A little bit of masking tape here. You'd be good to go. Uh, what do you want to say, John? Yeah, no doubt this guy knows she's got good benefits coverage. A floating rib, come on. He's slapping magic tape on her like she's got a hole in a boat. <laughs> Come on! Oh, uh, I hate to tell you, but your femur fluid's a little low too. We're going to give you a top up for that one. Come on! What? I don't even know what you're talking your about. Your femur fluid. Your fe- your femur fluids oh. are a bit low, <laughs> and maybe a little elbow grease while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, I need some elbow because you got water on the knee as well. Ah, no. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Going to need to Uh, do. We're going to have to drain it. Yeah. We'll put the water on the knee in the femur fluid. Are are you sure just a little tape on the knee won't take care of that? (laughs) (laughs) John, do you see your chiropractor regularly? Uh, No, I don't. Okay. I I, I, I go get massages, though, like legit ones. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Legit massages. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And uh, do you have any medical background at all? Uh, not nothing more than what I've learned on like ER. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's about the same level of experience that I have. But yeah, you two are feeling like this thing's kind of ridiculous. Like rib? rib shouldn't be just popping in and out like it's. Uh, just so you know. 
you know, a Jenga game or something. Doesn't make sense. Samantha sent us a text and she says, My rib always pops out. There's the floating ones and then there's the ones that pop out in the back and it hurts. Yes. I, I bet I bet her chiropractor's a Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting scammed too. Yeah. Or she, yeah, she's going to the same one that Maura's going to, probably. <laughs> John. <laughs> you should come in sometime and just be on the show. Yeah. You're hilarious. Thanks, bud. Thank you. I'd love to. <laughs> Take it easy. Have a great morning. Yeah, have to guys. Bye. Steve's on the phone. He wants to comment on your whole floating rib thing. Yeah, well, uh, I got a rib out of place. It's very common. Apparently, it happens all the time. Tomorrow, her ribs are just flying all through her body. <laughs> <laughs> there, nothing's attached. I got it taped up right now. I went and saw a chiropractor yesterday. She snapped it back into place for me. Steve, <clears throat> you yeah. buying it? No. Sounds like you probably should be a doctor rather than a chiropractor, even though they're technically doctors. Uh, no, my cousin, uh, she's a chiropractor down in Pennsylvania. Now, she's new. Uh, she's only had a practice for a couple years now. But she told me, you know, I mean, I'm not knocking chiropractors. She said what they do is very legitimate with the spine and, and some fixing things. She said she, she's found in her short two years, a lot of times the patients will still complain about pain. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of, she said it's kind of more of a placebo. They'll just kind of do an extra little cracker pop and put a piece of tape on it or something. And, and it's more of a kind of a mind thing. Yeah. They're just trying to make Maura feel good about it. Like, you know, cause she's always going to be in pain. So like, Oh, well let me do this little extra special uh, rib uh, replacement with a piece of tape yeah, over it. Yeah. And they, they can't prescribe like pain meds or anything like that. So they just, they use know, tape, a little extra pop and a little tape and tell you you're good. And it's like it's a placebo effect. You kind of wow. Yeah. I actually went to see a chiropractor <laughs> once with an issue on like my left foot. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I went back to her. She's, I had to go to for follow up appointments. And she, I went back to her. Well, they had and, to replace the tape. <laughs> and she started working on my right foot, talking about how bad it was feeling in there. And I'm like, oh my God, she's not even working on the proper foot. Wow. Maybe you should see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think there is a place for chiropractors, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I, you know, people swear by them. The first time I went to see a chiropractor, I got my neck cracked, and I, I didn't realize that I, I all of a sudden I had all this mobility. I could turn my head around before I was turning my whole body to look behind me, mm. you know, like a 90-year-old man. Yeah. And then my neck was cracked, and all of a sudden I felt like I was like an owl. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not to mention that after the first cracking, I felt high for about three hours. Yeah. Because you got all but, this blood rushing up and down your spine. Did they put any tape on it? <laughs> <laughs> no tape that time? No tape. That okay, time. that's no. too bad. No. That's too bad. <laughs> Do you pay extra for it? No. Uh Steve, thank you. Wonderful talking to you guys. You yeah. too, Steve. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.